Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. Thursday night, special night. Yeah, I'm on shutdown from my work. Um, going to the river early tomorrow, so I'm going to do the Thursday night podcast. Haven't done one of these in a while, and uh, have a whole gang here tonight. I only have, I not only have my wife, who's sleeping, but I do have, of course, Gypsy May Brown, a.k.a. the Gypster running around. And Charles Nelson O'Reilly Brown, a.k.a. Chuckles, my cats. And then I do have Olaf Skippyton, my a.k.a. Skippy. He's a dog sleeping in the living room right now. And his little sister, or his sister, I don't know if she's, she's smaller anyway. Good old JoJo Snickerdoodle, and a.k.a. Snickers. So the whole family is here. In the complex tonight, but they are all sleeping. I'm in my office area to do this podcast tonight. So, rock and roll. Here we go. Uh, we're going to start out with uh, the big news of the week, as seemingly all came from the SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the United States. Um, you know, the Roe versus Wade that I've already talked about uh, being overturned. Really got a lot of pushback. Still getting pushback from the liberals, the pro-choicers. And they're really going after Clarence Thomas. I mean, I think the reason, and at first I didn't quite get it, but then I read some of the quotes from Clarence. And he claimed that, you know, gay marriage isn't protected by the Constitution either. Like, given a, a hint that he might... He might want to have him and his cronies pursue overturning gay marriage, too. And I think that set a lot of people up to not be real happy with Mr. Thomas. Uh, You know, but it wrapped up today. As far as the decisions, they had seven on the plate in the Supreme Court. Uh, Then another doozy I'll talk about later, but uh, no gay marriage uh, disassembly (laughs) today from the Supreme Court. So... But he's really been getting a lot of heat. And from notable people like Hillary, of course, Whoopi, uh, Maxine Waters is dumbass. He's uh, running her gums. Even Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice in uh, Chicago said, you know, fuck Clarence Thomas. And I, I heard that from a few different people. Fuck Clarence Thomas. They're all pissed off at Clarence Thomas. But yeah, nothing came of that. Gay marriage is still intact. But Roe v. Wade is still overturned. So I think it'll be a continuing uh, saga of that. Now, we have the the protesters. Of course, you know, because it's lefty stuff, it's always going to be considered peaceful protest. And I spoke of one that was happening in Wisconsin last last Friday night uh, where they were at the Capitol, breached the Capitol building in, in Wisconsin. Uh, but I didn't see till later was in Seattle, I believe it was. No, right, Arizona. There was a protest in Seattle also, but Arizona had one, and they, these peaceful protesters at the Capitol building there were trying to kick the fucking doors in. So, yeah, it's only the right that does that shit, though. I mean, and it, it, 
it's never the lefties. <laughs> it's so so far off to to climb in the right's ass about you know the one six thing, in which I I have some news on the January sixth hearings here in a little bit. But you know it's just all the woke particular places, Seattle and shit like that. They're always gonna have Portland. They're always going to be protesting for anything that's not exactly what the left wants, which, you know, Roe v. Wade's a big deal for the girl, for the women. And they don't want to admit certain things, and they try to use, spin it on different ideologies of why it's, you know, should be a medical autonomy for a person's body. Or that, you know, if it's only a clump of cells, then guys should start paying child support for conception and all this shit. But yeah, it'd be great. Guys probably could pay child support from conception. If, and only if, they have the right to say whether that baby lives or dies. And also, if, or only if, if the baby miscarries, you pay it back. I mean, it's just, it's pretty bold, and most people call it an asshole-ish stance, but that's the way I feel about it. Got to have it one way, you got to have it the other. You know, there's no one-sided way to get around this stuff. So I'm sure we'll be hearing more Roe v. Wade uh, pushback in the coming weeks. And if I hear anything spectacular, I will put it on here, as I usually do. Another ruling. I like this one. And it, it. some people say, why would you like it? You're not a religious man and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... It was just the right thing to do. They ruled in favor of the Texas high school football coach who had gotten told he wasn't allowed to pray on the field by his school. And the Supreme Court said that's a constitutional right to pray wherever you want. He's not, as long as he's not leading his team in prayer, it can't be anything. I mean, it really, I mean, people can pray in silence. They can pray in any way. Just because he showed himself to physically do it like Tim Tebow, um, they had a problem with that. You know, it shouldn't be involved in the schools, and, you know, but yeah, either should gender, you know, clarification in the first grade, but, and I, I'm not about saying, okay, we need to go back to prayer, you know, in school led by a teacher, because you can pray whenever you want, and it just shouldn't be, shouldn't be a crime or a foul against humanity if you want to, put your hands together when you're getting ready to eat lunch at school and pray to your God. And that's what the football coach does. He prays. Now, if if he's leading prayer and people don't want to be a part of it, they they could dismiss himself. I don't see it being a forced thing at all. But if you want to join in as as a player, I don't see a problem with it. And it's not that I'm saying that church and state should be mixed. I'm just saying that common sense rules. If you're a religious person and you want to join in, you can. If you're not a religious person and you'd rather do it to yourself, if you are a religious person, you're an introverted religious person per se, more like what I am, then you don't have to join in, but you can not have a problem with them doing it. I don't have a problem with somebody sitting there praying to Satan. I don't care. Pray whatever God you you feel deemed to pray to. I'm not going to... You get a mat. You can get a rug out and start praying on the prayer rug. 
I don't have a problem with people praying. And I, I thought that was a good ruling by SCOTUS. And they did a pretty good job all week, I really thought. Of course, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a right-wing guy, so of course I did. SCOTUS was killing us. It was 6-3 to three about every vote. So, you know, but with Katanji Brown, she gets put in there. She got uh, sworn in today with Breyer retiring. And, you know, they go to 5-4. to four. Uh, Right now, we still hold the edge as right-wing people. In in any kind of votes like this, we got a little more leeway with six to three, but now it's five to four. It's going to be, it's still going to win. We're st- we're still doing the the stuff we needed to do. The whole reason Trump wanted those particular justices in there. But the, another big ruling for SCOTUS today that really pissed. And I was glad of it because I, you know, globe climate climate change is the absolute biggest hoax I can think of. And it ruled today that you know this was the Virginia versus the EPA thing, and West Virginia, sorry, West Virginia versus the EPA. And it ruled against the EPA, saying the EPA does not have an authority to carry out, create laws in the name of climate hoax. Well, they didn't say it that way, but that's why I'm saying it. And the greenhouse gases and all this stuff. They also, you know, made through shade at OSHA. And the CDC said, you guys just can't create law by, you know, saying that you think something's bad, you can cut it out. You can't create laws that do that. And you can't punish people for not believing the same thing as you. And so I thought that was an epic win. For SCOTUS to do that. Uh, I mean, the left-wingers are pissed. The climate hoax fuckers are pissed. But us right-wingers, we're kind of smiling today. SCOTUS really did a good job this week. Uh, You know, the Texas football coach, a minor victory. The EPA is a pretty fucking big one. I mean, that's keeping the coal camps going. It's keeping fossil fuels alive. And shit we need, whether the left wants to, to... come to terms with that or not we got we're gonna need fossil fuel and it's just how it is so i give a big thumbs up to scotus for their uh duty this week and their diligence and not letting the media and the fear of retaliation back down their votes they stuck to their guns and they did what they needed to do and it's a better world for a right winger today than it was yesterday just my opinion and um I think it's a better place for everybody. But, you know, like I said, not everybody agrees with what I say and definitely doesn't agree with what SCOTUS did. Oh, anyway, another Supreme Court. This was a good one, too. The Supreme Court in New York, the state of New York, they decided that this law or practice that was allowing non-citizens to vote was bullshit. So they pulled the plug on that and said, nope, we're striking that shit down. We can shut that shit down right now. And that's what they did. Uh, so no longer can non-citizens vote in the state of New York, which should have been a gimme. I don't even know why the hell that has to go to the Supreme Court to, to make that make sense, but it did. But now it's no longer. It's just good job, New York. Surprised, but 
pleasantly surprised. It's like New York and Michigan. Michigan, you know, was a couple weeks before this. and Now New York stepped up to the plate a little bit. I'm sure there's some other bullshit in there that I won't like from New York. But anyway, non-citizens can't vote. Good, good, very good. Oh, that with all this stuff though, uh, with all the announcements and everything they've made, you know the my body, my choice uh, anthem of the uh, pro pro choicers, pro liberals, whatever. It kind of it could backfire a little bit because you know we start arguing with them about the vaccines. That if my body, my choice. That has to go for vaccinations, too. You know, we don't want to take vaccinations. My body, my choice. And will that affect us in the Wu flu coming up? You know, with the since we took the autonomy away, basically, from the women to make their own choice, will they scream at nauseam for us to have to get vaccinated? Will that kind of play into the hands of the vaxxers and say, well, we can't get abortions because, uh, you know, it's not my body, my choice anymore. So that means you have to get vaccinated to play ball. I don't know. It still won't work for me. I don't really give a shit. It's just like a, a, a young girl that wants an abortion. It ain't going to stop her that the, the Roe v. Wade got overturned. She'll find a way. You know, there's too many people going out of their way to say, hey, no matter what, you know, we're a woke company. We'll fund you to go to a different state or we'll find a way to get you your, uh, you know, medical freedom and your right to destroy a fetus in the womb, whatever. I'm pro-life. I don't understand it. I do understand some of the arguments. I really do. Uh, and it might make me sort of a moderate on this subject, I guess. But like rape, incest, uh, you know, stuff like that. I'm all about special circumstance abortions. I understand it. It's, I, I don't want the mother of the baby to die because that's no way to have a per, uh, you know a young body come into the world without a mom. I mean, it just sucks. It would suck. And if we could prevent that, great. But uh, just because they, they might be, come out with Down syndrome or something, no, that's bullshit. Down syndrome people are people. And some of the greatest things done on earth by by Down syndrome people. I am a big supporter of you know Down syndrome, autistic. I mean, they're people too. They do their own thing in their own way. But that doesn't mean you get to eliminate them just because you don't want to deal with a little bit of different. You want the, the stereotypical blonde-haired, blue-eyed, perfect child. And if you don't get that, you think you could abort. And using it like birth control. That's where I draw the line with Roe v. Wade, the abortion thing. It's like, I'm glad it's gone. I'm glad it's gone, but I'm not a woman, of course. You know, they'll tell me I don't have a uterus. I need to keep my mouth shut. But they wouldn't mind charging me for child support if they kept it. And I have no right to say whether they kill it or not. Which, if I don't have a right to say whether you keep the baby or not, then maybe I shouldn't have to pay child support if I didn't want it and you did. Why? What the fucking difference is that? Oh, because the woman's the Almighty because she carries a baby. Gotta have, gotta have us to do it too. 
anyway, you know, I don't want to get going on a whole abortion thing because my stance is pretty clear. But not like the Democratic governors like Newsom and, and even up here above us and Widner or whatever the hell her name is, Democratic governors of states. They're going to use this to lure, you know, the, the, the lure of legal abortions. They're going to use this to, re, to retain and to get new people to come into their state. Because California took a hit. New York's taking a hit. You know, as far as population goes. As far as they've left there and a lot of tax money leaves, a lot of income leaves. And now they can say, well, we offer abortions. If, you, if you're a real pro-choicer and you move, say, from New York to Ohio, and New York says, well, come back, we'll let you. You can have abortions. And Ohio says you can't have an abortion no matter what the fuck's going on. And that's something they're trying to, to use to their advantage. Whether or not that'll be enough to sway people to move from Ohio into a back to the shithole that is New York, New York City or whatever. Uh, I'm sure there's good parts of New York too. I don't want to go them across like that, but will it be enough to lure them back? You, you don't know. I think California's got a better shot of the people that went to Texas. I think they'll they'll quite easily go back to California because they think California's, you know, peace and love and do what you want kind of state, and it is, but it's a dump. It's turning into a big dump. Boy, you think people went to Texas, and it's, it's hotter, it's more humid, and but they're still gonna try. You know, Gavin Newsom's gonna try. Anyway, so there's a lot of stuff going associated with SCOTUS's rulings this week, especially Roe versus Wade last week. So we move on to the next subject, which is the 1-6 hearings. You know, January 6th, we're still talking about it. We probably will forever. Um, this Cassidy Hutchinson was the testify. She was the aide to Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, I guess he was, for Donald Trump when he was president. And, you know, I call her something to the effect of. That's what I'm calling this chick. Because it's, it's been reported on mainstream media that this girl's testimony was devastating to Trump's case. Devastating. Because she talked about how he told him to take me to, I'm the fucking president, you take me to the fucking Capitol now. He tried to grab the steering wheel and the fucking beast, which is like his limo. You know, but none of this shit she was present for, she said... Uh, somebody else told me, so it's a hearsay thing, but somebody else told me something to the effect of, and that was her catchphrase for every fucking thing she said. This person said something to us, to the effect of, uh, they told me Donald Trump said something to the effect of, uh, they shouldn't be using the, the metal detectors, my people are armed. They're not gonna. They're not there to hurt me. So let me go to the fucking Capitol, and threw his food against the wall. Something to the effect of that he threw a uh, had ketchup running down the walls, and somebody else told her something to the effect of that he was threatening people or something to the effect. That's all this bitch said. 
the whole time. Every every line was something to the effect of. So it's like you're just kind of sorta. Is that what something to the effect of means? I mean, I'm already sick of saying it. I've said it for two minutes, and uh, she said it for hours. I mean, it's, it's called wagging the dog bullshit. Something to the effect of. That's what Cassidy, something to the effect of Hutchinson said today. And it's funny because the one main thing she talked about was he tried to grab the, he grabbed the steering wheel of the beast, what they call the limo he was in. <clears throat> and the Secret Service officer had to tell him, Sir, I'm going to need you to take your hand off the steering wheel. So I'm thinking, okay, we're in a limo. He's not sitting in the front seat of a limo. I'm guaranteeing it. Donald Trump's sitting in the back. You know, he's being chauffeured for sure. How the hell did he reach through that fucking glass window? Even if it was down, I, he's going to tell me he's leaning over a seat. Donald Trump is going to lean over a seat, try to grab the wheel from the back. I, I don't know. I just... I think they were all hyped up because she had all this negative shit to say about Trump and they're pumping it up in the mainstream media. Of course they are. They want Trump to f never be allowed to run for president again. But the Secret Serviceman that she said something to the effect of, this guy said, he said that's basically being nice about it. He's, he, he said it a different way, but I'm going to say he called bullshit is basically what it is. He stated he would testify under oath and none of that shit happened. I mean, just none of it happened. So, we got that. And then Trump, of course, you know, he has to respond because he always does. On True Social, he claimed he hardly knew who, who Cassidy, something to the effect of Hutchinson was. And that this was all about pushback from her not being invited to Florida with the rest of Trump's staffers when he went to Florida. I don't know that a girl would be that bitter about not getting invited to Florida. But here you got a 25-year-old girl that, you know, vaguely says everything, something to the effect of. I don't know. Trump's a hothead. Maybe he did throw his food against the wall. Maybe he did say, I'm the fucking president, take me to the Capitol. He wanted to see what was going on. Maybe if they would have took him to the Capitol, he would have got in front of people and said, hey, fucking cut this shit out. He didn't. Uh, it made it look worse. And maybe uh, that was the whole thing they wanted to do, was the whole idea of it. But we're looking at January 6th here. Here's another interesting, this is very interesting uh, happening this week on the 27th of June. Michael Stenger who was the sergeant of arms for the Senate at the Capitol on January 6th. He died. Uh, no foul play was stated by the MSM. There was a rumor that he had a heart attack. There was rumors that he had had cancer. And then there was the rumors later that he was shot to death. Now, I've never heard definite. I know the Virginia, he lived in Virginia. The Virginia coroner will not be doing the autopsy. I guess it's going to D.C., which makes it more suspicious. Because at the time, he was getting ready. I don't know if he was going to testify or he was going to be there, but he'd already made a statement that he believed that a lot of 1-6 was 
due to professional agitators. So like paid people to cause problems. A.K.A. Antifa. A.K.A. George Soros. Funded people. Put ads on Craigslist. Come riot at the Capitol. Make it look like it's uh, Trumpers. And you'll be paid rewardingly well. <clears throat> Who knows? But here we go. Did Michael Stinger get Clinton Epsteined? You know, whatever. Did he get taken out by the CIA or the FBI? We don't know. It's just fucked up timing, if you ask me. I mean, it's a little suspicious. If nothing else is suspicious. I mean, if the guy had cancer, you know, you... you probably would have seen him in a hospital or hospice or something. Uh, the heart attack, yeah, sure. Could have a heart attack. But if he was shot to death, then some people are saying that. Why wouldn't that be? That would be headline news. Somebody shot to death. Because we know the past history of people being shot to death. Like, you know, the young, the young scientist that got shot to death outside of Pittsburgh University, Pitt, whatever you want to call it, that had the cure for the Wu flu like instantaneously. Got shot mysteriously. Yeah. It's always mysteriously. Suspiciously. So this is another one to add to the archives. And it was one of these things that I had to, you know, I had just looked up on daily. Somebody, my buddy uh, sent it to me. I had just got done looking at it on the Daily Wire. So, when that comes out to a definite uh, cause of death, I'd be very interested to hear that. Because it's just the timing is fucking suspect as shit. Suspicious as hell. That's just my two cents. Is that's, that's pretty shady. Now, speaking of shady, we'll go to D.C. right now. We'll go to D.C. Um... Mayra Flores, you know, who I talked about last week, the South Texas person that they, uh, won the first GOP house seat or whatever in 150-plus years. She was at the, at the White House getting some pictures taken. And if you watch the video of the picture-taking episodes, Nancy Pelosi's on the side with two of her children. And it looks, to me, like, Nancy's kind of elbowing them out of her way. Like, get out of my way, you little... I can hear, and don't take this wrong, I'm not being racist here. I could see Nancy's drunk ass saying, get out get out of my way, you little spick. You know, something, because I think she's racist as fuck. She's just never going to announce it. But it looked like to me, like she nudged or elbowed this kid out of her way. For a I didn't even, when I first saw it, I didn't know who it was. But Mayra Flores agrees with me. And she said that Pelosi nudged her elbowed her daughter during this photo shoot. It looked like it to me. That's all I'm going to say. And, you know, Nancy's a piece of shit. You would hope she wouldn't nudge and fucking push kids out of her way. But it doesn't even slightly surprise me if that's exactly what happened. And nobody's going to say nothing because it's Nancy Pelosi. She skates on everything. But this Mayra, she didn't, uh, just decided she wasn't going to let it fucking slide. She said something about it, so. 
good on her. That shows uh, resolve. Uh, just hope to keep your head uh, above water here, dear. Don't let them fucking put you in a trap and get rid of you because, you know, it's a long time coming for South Texas that you're in there. Then you had piss pants. We, got, we always got to have piss pants. He's always doing something. And uh, I had a leaked audio of a phone message he left for Hunter, his beloved Hunter. I said, he's going to take care of everything, not to worry, just give me a call back. But, but, but this ain't the first message we've heard that he's, he's mentioned, I'll, I'll take care of it, I'll take care of everything. You know, and a dad and a dad like that, and, and I understand dads and kids, believe me, I do a lot for my kids that I probably shouldn't or wouldn't do otherwise. But he's got power, so it's a, it's a, fuck, well, he, you know, his cabal's got power anyway. He can get shit done and, and avoid jail time and everything else for this hunter kid and let him have fucking money out the ass, which he does from, you know, Burisma and all the Ukraine biolabs and shit they're involved in, yeah. So, it's just another video, and nobody cares. You know, it's like another audio, kind of incriminating, but he doesn't say anything specific, so... I don't put a lot of stock in it, but I still think, you know, it's awful fucking suspicious that he uses the words he uses. Like, I'll take care of this, I'll take care of everything... Sounds like Hunter fucking up and Daddy covering for him. That's what it sounds like to me. Okay. Well, in the midst of that coming out, he was just slyly giving another, another $450 million. It's just like these fucking numbers are astronomical and it just it almost $450 million sounds like nothing now compared to the fifty-six. billion billion fucking dollars that we've paid in what I call blood money, extortion money, whatever you want to call it, to the Ukraine for a war they're not going to win. And, and it's one of them things. $450 million to the Ukraine. Gas prices are almost six bucks, an, uh, six bucks a gallon on average in this country right now. You're giving money away still to the Ukraine like it's fucking just print more shit. And the dollar keeps dropping like a fucking stone. My 401k keeps dropping like a fucking stone. But this seems funny because, you know, NATO and OPEC are loving this war dragging out. They're the beneficiaries of this shit. NATO because it's like, oh, you know, they're giving all those billions of dollars to the Ukraine, Ukraine's going to spread the wealth. And if we let Ukraine in, they'll, they'll give us a hefty settlement to get in NATO, right? Or, on the other fucking side of that, it's OPEC, who said, man, we won't race, we're not fucking lowering gas prices. We're not going to do that, because we're making killer money right now, and they keep blaming it on Russia and Putin. So Biden's trying to skate free and we can just keep the prices up, make these idiots pay all this fucking money for gas. We get to make Biden look like a piece of shit that he is anyway. And yeah, we don't have to take any of the heat. It's all put on Russia by Biden. It's all put on Biden by the United States right wing people. 
So they're looking golden, and they're making, you know, probably $90 a barrel more than they were last year or a year and a half ago. So they're living the high life. OPEC's got it figured out, man. It's as it's, well as NATO. They're, they're going to get a payoff, you know. And Piss Pants today was in Madrid, Spain, which cracks me up that this guy spends more time in Europe than he does America or Delaware. He'll only be in Europe or Delaware. He doesn't spend it in Washington, that's for sure. He's a fucking doofus, and he's done. You make you're, you're a doofus here. We can deal with that as American people. When you're a doofus in the fucking other country, you're making us all look bad. Fucking come on, Joe. Get your piss pants. Pull them up a little tighter. Get the fuck home. Don't stay over there. And he's in Madrid talking stupid ass shit again today. And he says, I guess this is my gaff for the day, but. He said, we, somebody asked him, how long do you expect Americans to have to pay this kind of high prices for gas, like five or six bucks a gallon, you know, on average right now? And he says, all it takes until Ukraine defeats Russia. I'm like, oh, you're such a fucking idiot. We're n- they're not going to defeat Russia. Russia's playing either a game with them or they're playing a game together against us, or it's all being pulled strings by OPEC and NATO to make this all look like a theatrical production because anybody with half a brain cell knows Russia would have fucking done this in two and three days before anybody had a chance to help the Ukraine and before anybody had a chance to give fucking money to the Ukraine, he would have wiped these fucking people out. If Putin was as they say, the shit would have been over. It would have been like Iraq for us. Shock and all. It would have been blow them out the fucking window. You know, they're done. They're toast. They are now Russia. That's not how it worked out. And there's, like I've beaten like a dead horse, there's a reason. And then when he comes out today and says dumb shit like that, that we can expect to pay higher prices for everything... Until Ukraine defeats Russia and doesn't let them move any further east than that, or west, you're an idiot. Fucking Biden, you are a fucking idiot, piss pants. God dang. That just fucked us, you know, because now it's, it's free reign for OPEC. Oh, well, he said these idiots will pay it as long as we need to. Hey, Vladimir, make it fucking last. Zelensky, we'll throw you a bone. We'll throw you and your cronies some bones if you uh, fake keep this fake war up a little longer. People say, how can you say that? There's show bombings on TV, blah, blah, blah. Of course they got to have a bombing. But who's doing the bombing? Do you know for a fact it's Russia bombing it? How do you know it ain't Ukraine bombing their own people? They've done it before. According to people that are on the ground over there, they've fucking done it plenty of times. You don't understand Zelensky's U regime with this fucking alt-right Nazis or alt-left Nazi shit he's got going on. You know, the Azov and the right sector and all this bullshit. And they could be in ties with the Ukrainian army and said, hey, you know, we'll let our people get out and then we'll bomb the fuck out of these buildings. 
can't tell me that that's never crossed your mind that this is what could be going on at this point. But I'm the asshole. Okay. I'm the asshole says, you know, the bombings are blah, 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 fake. I didn't say the bombings were fake. I'm saying the bombings not, not all coming from Russia is what I'm telling you. It, it just seems highly unlikely to me that Russia couldn't have had this shock and awe over with instantaneously. But still, here we are, four months in. I call bullshit on it. I'm just, you know, I'm a pretty straight up guy. <clears throat> but anyway, this, 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 I'm sorry, but this twist away from the the soap opera of the Ukraine. Talk about the migrants, what they call migrants, illegal aliens at the border. You know, that the tragedy was this week, and it's, it's tragedy, I don't care who it is. 53 illegals, migrants, whatever you call them, not trying to be disrespectful, whatever you want to call them is fine. They were found dead in an abandoned semi-trailer. So this semi-trailer just sitting on the side or road or whatever the hell what where I didn't see exactly where they found it. I knew it was in San Antonio. At first there was 46 dead. Now there is 53 confirmed dead. Uh, four men were charged with uh, I don't know if they were muling them over here what the fuck goes on. One guy was charged with, it was, I guess the truck was in his name or it was him that got pulled over or something. Uh, but it's, it, that's just devastating. I mean, it's like, I don't, I don't want illegals coming across the border. I mean, I, I'm, I'm all for closing the border up at this point. But 53 people died, you know, for just, for whatever reason they were trying, it sounds like those would be like a, a family situation where families would come in. I'm not drug dealers, not, um, you know, rapists or whatever they say these people were doing, the M13 people and all this shit. Sounds like families that were legit trying to find a better way and they didn't make it. You know, 53 of them died. But it, and there's 600, almost 600 people that are trying to illegally come in the United States have, have met their death since October of last year. I mean, it's a smaller number compared to how many actually make it over here. But here we got 600 people that died trying to get in here. But if there wasn't the uh, promise of getting here and being in the promised land or whatever, they wouldn't have tried. They wouldn't even have had to do this stuff. Come in the legal way. It takes a little longer. You get a visa and you keep going. You got to go home for a little bit. Come back. Do it legally. And man, is, is it worth risking your fucking life when you can just do a little paperwork and get some legality going? I, it seems fucked up to me. But when you're seeing your next door neighbor get in without any problems, you think you can do it too. And that's what's the problem with having an open border. It, it don't always work out well for the migrants, the illegals, whatever you want to call them. Or for the United States. Sad, sad regardless, 600 fucking people.
in what eight months that's it's pretty bad well here comes a, a the segment it's been a segment of mine for the last few few podcasts anyway good old celebrities so <laughs> you know the Roe v Wade brought out the the fucking idiot celebrities big time as we knew it would uh, one of my favorites, you know, I hadn't seen her in a while. The multicolored-haired lesbian, which is no big deal, lesbian, whatever, but multicolored hair activist for everything feminine, everything gay, the luxurious Megan Rapinoe from the U.S. Women's Soccer Team. Just on TV, on the interview, whatever it was, crying her eyes out. This is like taking women's rights back to the 1800s or whatever the hell she was spewing about. Crying and whining about, you know, autonomy and medical freedom and all this crap. And, I mean, it is what that is. I, I, do, I still don't see why it's telling you what to do with your body when you're killing another thing that's not really your body that's another thing I, I, I've never understood the abortion how they say my body my choice because it's not their body it's just like you're the only carriers of human beings we have it's not like you can transfer it to the guy but anyway I you know I I get blown away with trying to think of arguments for the abortion. I just I, I find it to be wrong in but Megan Rapinoe, of course she's going to be whatever feminist thing she can be. She was crying and blowing about it and I hadn't seen her for a while but it was a good thing. I wish I hadn't seen her now but no respect for her whatsoever. Or kneel on ass, get the fuck out of the country, you know. It's, it's like, fucking kneel for the anthem and you're on the United States national team. You don't deserve any fucking respect of any kind from anybody. My two cents. Then you move on to our, you know, musical people. And I lost respect for this guy a long time ago. Way back in the time machine on my episode called Ghosting Heroes. I talked about some of the musical people that I lost respect for and didn't give a shit anymore. That I liked at one time, and this is one of them. Green Day, back when they were good. Billy Joe Armstrong, who's a you know dickhead most of the time. He's either freaking out at the iHeart thing, or he, you know when he was drugged up, or he's just an arrogant prick talking about everything. He's a leftist as lefty can get. And he denounced his citizenship over Roe v. Wade being overturned. He denounced his citizenship. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, motherfucker. Get your had-been ass out of here. You were, you were a good punk singer at one time. I liked some Green Day. It's sad for me to say, but fuck yourself, man. Keep your bullshit out of the music stuff. And if you're denouncing your citizenship, fucking leave. Don't be a, a Rosie O'Donnell and the rest of the fucks that when they said Trump was going to be elected, they would leave the country 
And they're all still here squealing like fucking stupid pigs. Pick your shit, your shitty ass guitar up. Drive fuck across the Mexican border or drive Canadian border or fly wherever you're going to go. But nobody cares about you, Billy Joe Armstrong. You're fucking redundant. You're just trying to get fucking airtime now. You're a piece of fucking trash. Complete piece of trash. It, it coincides right with my next one, Amy Schumer. What a fucking dumb whore this. She is a dumb whore fucking lib bitch. And, you know, she said some stupid shit in her day. But now she's trying to equate the decision to overturn this. Compared to it with slavery, it's like, are you fucking ridiculous? You're a spoiled, entitled fucking slut that packs on some pounds after you got, you know, with your food show you got on there. You think you're hot and you're not. You're just a skank. Shut shut your hole. Both of them. All three of them. Whatever. Get the fuck out if you don't like it. Just a piece of shit. And I, I'm not saying people aren't entitled to being mad about this, but to equate it with slavery, you're a fucking idiot, bitch. And then my favorite. This is my favorite. And I never thought... I knew he was probably a libtard of some sort. Most of them... Most of the actors are. I mean, unless you get you get some right-wingers in there left a little bit, a little bit here and there. But for the most part, Holly Weird is, you know, pedophiles and libtards. That's, that's kind of what it boils down to. But this guy, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller had some good movies. I like Ben Stiller. Thought he was funny. Well, he flew over there, you know, of course, flying in a war zone is like A-OK anymore. So he meets with Zelensky. Yeah, people have done that from Joe Biden all the way to, you know, Mitch McConnell's rhino ass and everything else. This is a big party over there in the Ukraine. You know, Pelosi's went over there, had probably had some shots with him and shit. Well, he goes over there and meets with Zelensky and tells him, you're my hero. You're so strong and leading, and all the, all this, you know, stuff that it, I'm just so impressed. You're my hero. Oh my God, really, really, Ben? He's your fucking hero. Oh, I guess because he's an actor like you, a piece of shit, probably does shady stuff underneath. You're two peas in a pod, then. Oh, <coughs> and. and and anyway, we're going to go on. The other celebrity is not, I mean, I guess it's a celebrity, but it's a puppet celebrity. Elmo, if you haven't seen Elmo, Sesame Street's using Elmo to validate the kids under five getting vaccinated. That's just, and, and I can't really say other any other words for that, then that's fucking sad. They're using a puppet. It's pretty fitting, I guess. You're using a puppet from a puppet to try to control puppets. Okay. Elmo, the little red fucker, is now a vaccinated puppet. And he's teaching all these little kids that it's fine. It just pinches a little. 
it might give you fucking diseases later in life or we don't know what the hell it does because it ain't been tested but it just pinches a little that's the only problem you got so I gotta go with first ones of the night Megan Rapinoe Billy Joe fucking Armstrong Amy Dumplit Schumer Ben I'm a libtard stiller and the little red bastard known as Elmo and Sesame fucking dumb shit street. You're my first candidates for the night for fuck off. You are my first fuck offs for the night. Stand alone. Stand proud of your fuckery. Fucking idiots. You're my hero. Oh, fuck you. God, that really fucking... <laughs> oh, Zelensky. Just let me let me cup your balls as I'm blowing you because you're my hero. What a fucking idiot. Oh, anyway. I'm sorry. I, I know I've been saying that. Moving on. Try that. We're going to miscellaneous section. This is uh, five minutes or so, and then I got my look it up, and then I'll let you off the hook for the day. Chicago police were told not to chase criminals if they run away. So if you're decent running speed in the city of Chicago, not like me, of course, but if you're a decent runner, do whatever the fuck you want. Just When cops get near you, just run. They're not allowed to chase you. <laughs> Fucking Lori Liv Lightfoot, whatever the hell her name is, Beetlejuice as I always call her. She's a special kind of fucking stupid. You know, your city's already a shithole. Then you tell your cops, ah, fuck it, don't chase nobody. Don't waste your time. Just let them run amok. It'll be all right. Oh, fuck. These, these black women-led cities. What are you trying to do? Make yourself look bad? Lori Lightfoot's one, and this other one's the city of New Orleans. So the city of New Orleans had a sculpture art project to celebrate Juneteenth. Which, you know, I'm not a fan of the Juneteenth holiday, but I'm not black, so it's not going to equate to me. I get it. I just don't care about Juneteenth, and that's sad to say, but I I mean, I just don't understand. They, they can't even pinpoint the fucking day, so it, it it's it's whatever it is, okay? So you think Juneteenth would have a nice big sculpture of some artwork of some shit. They have a sculpture of a hair pick. Yeah, I, I ain't shitting you. That could be on my look it up. If you want to look it up, go ahead. It's a hair pick like they used to use for afros for black people. And the mayor of New Orleans called it breathtaking she's a black female I would think that would be a little bit to me that would be a little bit insulting I don't know maybe it, maybe it isn't maybe it's something that I'm overlooking but I'm thinking a hair pick's kind of stereotypical and fucking kind of kind of disrespectful as a 
lumping me in with the afro. If I don't have an afro, I whatever. It just seemed kind of a fucked up sculpture choice. But it, that, that is what New Orleans did. They're happy with it, celebrating Juneteenth with a sculpture of a hair picked. Okay. What do I know? I'm just a drunk city billy here in Podunk, Ohio. Uh, let's see what else we get. We got a couple minutes, so I'm going to... Uh, the Cambridge Analytical are talking about it harvesting information from Facebook concerning the 2006 or 2020 election sorry 2016 election with Trump saying that Steve Bannon was the vice president of this place and like 40 million people had an algorithm trying to push political decisions onto them I don't know I don't see I just, first I heard of it today if I find anything else out better about it I'll have to let you know um can't say that's not that's not like putting a gun to your head. It's just using an algorithm to see who they could go try to get to vote for them. Is that bad thing? I mean, I don't know. I guess we will see. The other miscellaneous, uh, the CERN Hydron Super Collider is getting a lot of it. attention, a lot of post, and. Well, and let me, I want to talk about this, but I want to go back to Cambridge Analytical for just a minute because I don't want to seem like I'm blowing over it because Steve Bannon's involved. And what I read about Cambridge Analytical was it was this algorithm that a lot of people used on Facebook and it was harvesting information to better their views I don't want to make it sound like it's harvesting like your bank accounts and shit like that, but this isn't a good look for the right. And, and I got to say, when, when it's a spade, it's a spade. I'll call it a spade. It, it did seem like, you know, they were attacking uh, social media to find who they could sway. Now, the problem is with that, is that a moral uh, no-no, or is that something that, you know, because I'm on TikTok, right? And I have a TikTok account. And I get on my For You page all the time, and it's all libtards. I get, I mean, I got, I, I like most Patriot pages, and I like, uh, you know, fun, it's either comedy on there for me, or it's political right-wingers. But when I do that, my For You page comes up, all lefties and so is the algorithm being swayed in that direction on tiktok for me to to buy into the leftist agenda bullshit is that what cambridge analytical did was it cambridge analytical digging in to try to sway conservatives away and towards liberal or uh, liberals away and towards conservatives I don't know. I really, as first, like I said, I read the whole article on it. It was just like, it It didn't sound like it was dastardly to the extent like somebody could be fucking rotten in prison for it, but 
it didn't sound like something that painted the right in a good light either. So I'll have to really investigate that. I just didn't want to skim over it with, like I said, I, I read the article today, but that's the first I'd heard of it. And I asked my buddy, he's a right winger like me, and he, he hadn't heard of it either, but he had heard of, you know, the situation of like harvesting information. And I don't know how far that information was, if it was just likes and dislikes, if it was where you work, where you live, you know, all all your personal information other than bank accounts. I never heard nobody getting hacked. It didn't say nothing about that. But I will try my best to find out more about that because, like I said, I'm trying to be fair as across the board as I can. My opinions are leaning right always. But I don't want to, if the right fucking does something stupid, I'm still going to call them out on it. I'm not die-hard Republican. I'm a conservative in my own mind. What I feel to be right and wrong. I and I, I vote Republican because it's the closest thing to what I think. Okay? Um, so anyway, I, I just didn't want to glance over that and people, you know, few people that listen to it and say, hey, you know, you're kind of skimming over shit that could be detrimental to the right. Kind of like the 1-6 stuff. Uh, I was pretty equal about that. that. Hutchinson said some things, but it was all, you know, something to the effect of. I can't take anybody seriously that says it as many times as she did. <clears throat> that was my, you know, whole thing with that. So... I'll, I will try to look, investigate Cambridge Analytical. That would be a decent one to look up for yourself. Tell me if you find anything out. I'd be glad to hear what you find out. Cambridge, like the like the like England, Cambridge Analytical. If you want to look it up. Uh, so back to CERN. CERN, you know the Hydron Super Collider that. I never really knew what it did. I had heard that on the Big Bang Theory. You know, they went to see it over in Sweden or wherever. Uh, Sheldon wanted to go so bad. You know, if you watch Big Bang Theory, and Leonard went, he had one seat to take, and both Penny and Sheldon got sick. He took Raj, whatever, Howard, whoever he took. I forget, forget now, but. It was a big deal back then. You know, Hydron Super Collider hasn't been turned on for a while. And they're going to turn it on July 5th. And people are really freaking out about this thing. Now, I try to understand as much as I can. Maybe it's just beyond my brain power scientifically. Which wouldn't be a lot. Man, that's not a lot. Uh, science was never my thing. Now, my oldest boy... Well, my only boy, but my my oldest child, I should say. I should probably talk to him about this because he would probably know this. He's really good at science stuff. But. So CERN Hydrogen Super Collider, it's going to basically run a bunch of electrons, I guess. As many as it can at the supersonic speed. It's never been full go before. People are saying some some crazy shit about it, like, it's going to open a portal. It's going to throw us into the next dimension. They say, I guess 2012 
they said things changed and we just didn't know pick up on that we're in a different dimension now that the earth is over in 2012 kind of out there i mean i'm a conspiracy theorist too but fuck <coughs> saying shit like you know jiff Jiffy was, it was Jiff Pe- Jiffy Peanut Butter back then. Now it's Jiff, and then nobody knows the change. The Home Depot was uh, the Home Depot. Now it's just Home Depot, or was Home, however it is. It, whatever it is now, it was something different. All these names changed slightly. Uh, two letters, what was it, two T's. And one, one thing had two T's, in, or Flintstones. Yes, they said the Flintstone still now has a, has two T's, or has a T, and the other one did not. It was Flintstones, not Flint Stones. I don't know, man. It's it's a little out there for me, this Hydron Super Collider stuff. But they said not to drink beer on July 4th because of the waves that could cause this dark matter. could cause vibrations, and if you're drinking the day before, it could really fuck you up and stuff. Sorry, I mean, I might be an idiot, but I'm taking my chances. I drink on July 4th. Independence Day, I do what I like to do. and What I like to do is drink beer, eat hamburgers, hot dogs, whatever, and not worry about the Hydron Super Collider's effects. Might fuck me, it might fuck me over. It might get me right in the old poop chute this time, but I am still going to drink beer on July 4th. Happy birthday to America. Gotta do it. Okay, so here comes the time of the day. I'm a little over tonight. I understand that. I knew I would be a little bit. Uh, not a whole lot. I had a lot of pages. I thought I might actually do have to do two. I'm getting better at squeezing these in, but a little over an hour. So don't don't kill me too bad. Got one segment left. It's the famous look it up segment. Where I give you an outlandish statement and you kind of go look it up and see that I'm not bullshitting and draw your own conclusions. This one, this one ties in with the Wu flu, ties in with Bill Gates, it ties in with a lot of uh, World Economic Forum statements, it ties in with a lot of shit, so it's pretty interesting. It's called the Deagle Report. As long as I'm pronouncing it, it might be Deagle. I don't... D-E-A-G-A-L. I call it Deagle. D-E-A-G-A-L. Deagle Report. What this report shows is census estimates a couple years out. Usually, um, they have one, you know, this... I think it might be an annual report. But the census estimates for 2025 came out. Okay? And massive depopulation is expected. And 60 to 80%, which is a shit ton. And it they've no they put in this report that it will be due to catastrophic events. Huh. Kind of like, uh, you know, I've been saying with the depopulation. Could it be the vaccines? I don't know. Could it be another Wu flu that they enhance this time to kill us off? 
Fuck, I don't know. But they said it's a cast- catastrophic event. Will it be a moon nuclear war? Will World War Three happen? I don't see in the report where it says what the catastrophic event is. But what I see is the U.S. population is now sit, sits at 335 million people. In 2025, 100 million people. So you're talking two-thirds, basically. Two-thirds. 235 million people. Two hundred. It's a shit ton of people. It's over a third, isn't it? 235 million. That's two and a half times. Yeah, two and a half. So we go from 335 to 100 million. That's a shit ton of people. 235 million is Ohio 23 times. Or 10 times. No. 23 times. (laughs) We're 10 million in Ohio. 235 million people. That's what they're saying is going to be missing from the United States in 2025. Now, I'm not saying that this is foolproof, that it's just a consensus simulation run, or if they know something we don't. But that's a little fucking spooky, especially when it's worldwide 60 to 80%. Which is exactly what Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates talks about what needed to happen for this world to flourish. Was we had to depopulate the world. I I wish I was fucking around with you, but I'm not. This is an actual report. D-E-A-G-A-L. Deagle report. Google it. Duck, duck, go it. Do whatever you gotta do. But look it up. It's a tad creepy, but it is there. I looked it up myself. I actually used Google today. Not DuckDuckGo or anything else. Google. It gives numerous sites for reports of the Deagle report. So something's fucking going on, man. I'm the crazy one, though. I'm still crazy. Vaccine, vaccines can't have nothing to do with population, right? Can, can, I, can I at least get a maybe you're right, Mike? Maybe. You're not fucking completely nuts. Maybe this is happening. Maybe Bill Gates is an asshole. Maybe Klaus Schwab's a cocksucker. You know, maybes? Can I get some maybes out there? Look it up for yourself. Deagle Report. Google it. Duck, duck, go it. 100 million people is all that's going to be left in three short years. 235 million of us will be exasperated from this fucking country. According to their predictions for census. Scary shit. Yeah. It blew my mind too, so. But if you get any information on it, want to hit me up, say whenever. Uh, the Zero Hour 2021 at gmail.com. 
The Zero Hours Vlogs, Blogs, and Podcast on Facebook. The Zero Hours Vlogs and Podcast on YouTube. Of course, every streaming place you can find this or podcasts like this. I'm about ready to have a couple guest speakers. Uh, I know Arkansas is 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 going to be my first. I got other people maybe hinting around. They might want to come on, talk some smack with me, and I'd welcome a two-way conversation so I don't have to sit here and talk to myself. And you never know, even if it's two right-wingers, we might not agree on everything. Could get interesting. But until next time, until that happens, remember to look up everything. Uh, the fuck-offs fuck to Rapineau, Armstrong, Schumer, Stiller and the Sesame Street fucks. Fuck off to everybody there. To all you other nice people listening, I love you. Appreciate you. Till next time. Always trust and believe in your own convictions. And please, please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. We'll see you next time on another episode of the Zero Hours. Peace.